0: Welcome inside the Locked On NFL Draft podcast on a beautiful Monday morning, Trevor. It is even beautiful in the mountains of Pennsylvania. We're supposed to get into the 40s today, man. It's a big day for us. Is it like you high? Know? Oh my, the sun's out in the, I mean, the snow's melting all two feet of it. Oh, it's awesome. You should be here. Really, man. No, the high no. is like, here, I'll tell no. you, I'll tell you the high is 41 for today. Right now it's 32, but it feels like 21 because the winds are 16. That's awful, man. Yeah, it's horrendous. I can't lie to you, Chief. That's awful. (laughs) Thanks, thanks, Chief. Uh, We got running backs to talk about today. It's a great running back class. We have kind of not—I don't feel like we've touched on them as much recently. We're going to start tackling some of these position groups though and get into our thoughts on them and diving in in depth on them. But you and I, you know, before we get to our disagreements in the class because we do have a couple and it is fun to talk about. Uh, I broke the news this morning that Darius Geis is uh, going to be sitting down and meeting with the Steelers, having a dinner with Mike Tomlin and Kevin Colbert the day before his pro day uh, workout on April 4th. So he'll be sitting down with them. And then I think it's later the same evening. I don't know if the guy's eating two dinners or what, but he is going to be sitting down with Bruce Allen, the president of the Washington Redskins, and having dinner as well. So a lot of interest, in guys. these is This is first round interest. Um I've I've said this before, I've written about it, and I I I've talked about it too. I know Philadelphia is very interested in Darius Geis. Would it be enough to move up in the first round? Because they do not believe he'll be there at 32. I'm not totally sure. Uh there's definitely some interest. I know even Carolina has some interest. Uh Detroit has some interest. Um, so we'll see what happens. Uh we talked about the 49ers and John Lynch and Having him as his number one running back, but I don't think the Nows will take him at number nine. It would have to be like a trade down situation. So there's a lot of options for Geis, uh, a lot of teams' interest in the first round. He's going out to a couple dinners. I think the Lions are trying to sit down with him for dinner as well, maybe a couple of days before his pro day is when they're targeting. So he's getting that interest, that first round level interest. I know we think Saquon Barkley goes in the first round, Trev. If you were yeah. guessing today how many running backs and which running backs go in the first round, who are you putting your money on?
1: Let me pull up the list here. Okay, I got it. I would say, I think we'll get three,
0: three, and you think it will be Barkley. And I think,
1: I think it'll be Barkley, Geis, and Nick Chubb.
0: Nick Chubb.
1: I think we will. I think it'll be three. And I wonder if it's because now you and I both love Sony Michelle. Like I, I think Sony Michelle is great, but I, I wonder if the fourth running back, if we get a fourth one, wouldn't be Ronald Jones?
0: Yes. Do you I, think that would just be absolutely crazy? I, I don't think it'll be crazy. I do not think Ronald Jones will go first round. I really do not think that. I would bet money that he doesn't go in the first round. Not that I think that it's like insane because I mean, I, I as a talent, I have a first round grade on him, but his size his lack of receiving experience. And it's not like Michelle's situation. Like when Michelle and guys got the ball and got targets as a receiver, they were effective with them. They showed that they can do stuff. And early on in their careers, they got more targets. And so with Jones, mm-hmm. I think that part of his games untested Pass protection, he had definite struggles with not knowing where to be, but just physically he doesn't, you know, he just, he got ran over sometimes on tape. Um, I think those issues plus his size, Lance Zierlein did report the other day that he's been kind of off putting to teams in interviews. I don't know how much of an impact that has too. Who is this, Ronald Jones? Ronald Jones, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know anything about that part. I'm just saying what Lance said. You know, That, that doesn't mean anything to me. But if it means something to teams, uh, I could see him being available at the end of that second round huh. for sure. So I think you're right that it's three, but you're wrong about the three because my boy Sony Michelle's going first round. And I don't know why. Why are you hating? Like, do you not think he goes I'm first round? I'm not trying I don't to... think he goes first round. I'm not trying to hate on it. I'm just
1: uh... – just, Why, I just Why wouldn't he
0: go first round? Just because of the fumbling?
1: No, I just because I think people think that Nick Chubb is better. Oh if Nick Chubb never got hurt, would he mm-hmm. go in front of Michelle? Uh,
0: but he did.
1: No, but he wouldn't. He, he never would, got
0: hurt. No, Nich- Michelle's always, always been more talented than Nick Chubb. There you go. Wow. Wow. There you go. There's this mystique about Nick Chubb because he had this disastrous knee injury and then has returned mostly to form, at least, you know, I think to form at this point, I don't think there's a big difference, um, that he was this, this legend before. What are you talking about? Nick Chubb was incredible. He was awesome, yeah, and he's still awesome. He still he's is. A really, he's a great college football player, and he'll be a really good NFL player. I have a, I have an early day two grade on him. I mean, this guy's going to be a top 50 player, probably top 30 player for me. But M- Michelle has that special qualities, man. I just, I look at Tony Michelle, I don't see what's, what everyone's missing. I don't know. Seems like people are awful hesitant to say he's a fir- – now people are hesitant to say Chubb's a first-rounder too, to be honest. Um, you, I think you're one of the only people I've heard that said that, that clamor firm in that range, and uh, I definitely respect that because I think Chubb's great. I think I actually will probably have Chubb, Chubb ranked higher than the consensus will and probably a little bit higher than even where he comes off the board. I just think that they look at Nick Chubb's – like
1: size and overall athleticism and i think that the nfl has always thought that
0: nick chubb is better but he didn't play at all hardly really at all on passing downs i mean hardly uh, hardly did anything and even his pass protection reps were limited and i wonder you know the nfl it seems like they're trying to take guys that are more complete backs in the first round and i wonder what impact that has i agree that his size and his athleticism will intrigue teams for sure um i think chubb's a sure thing like Unless he gets hurt again, like he's going to go into the NFL and be really good, like behind a good offensive line. You know, I don't think he's a guy that's necessarily going to create on his own a whole lot, but then he's going to get picked above Michelle. You no, know, why? Michelle is for sure going to create on Size his own. Size and athleticism. Size. I, how big's. Okay, let's look at this because Sony Michelle is plenty Dude, big for a running tank. back. I'm,
1: I, I think NFL teams look at Nick Chubb, look at him on tape, look at pictures of him. And they're just like, wow, this, this, this dude's uh like, don't overthink pictures he's, he's of him.
0: <laughs> huh? He said, look at pictures of him. Dude, I'm serious, man. out sounded creepy. <laughs> uh, Michelle is a little bit shorter than Chubb and about 11 pounds lighter than Chubb. Chubb okay. is uh, weighed in at 227. So he is a, he is a bulky dude. There's no question, but I don't, you know, Michelle 216 between 216, 220 was his playing weight. He said, I think at the combine, um, I mean, I don't see any concerns with size there. I mean, he, he's plenty big enough to be. Any, any. I don't think. That, I don't think
1: we're talking tank. about like concerns,
0: but I'm just saying like they'll favor. Chelsea oh, hold on. Let me. I, I'm looking this up. Hold on. We can agree that Rashad Penny going in the first round. The buzz that's been surrounding that is absolutely ridiculous, right? Yeah,
1: he's not gonna. He's not going in the first round. Okay, Nick Chubb is. Nick Chubb is taller, bigger,
0: faster, more explosive, stronger. Okay, whoa, 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 whoa. Are you looking up his combine testing? Because I'm old enough to remember three guys who were the best rookie running backs in the league this past year who didn't do much of anything that was that great at the combine. In Kareem Hunt, Alvin Kamara, and Alvin Cook. That's what I'm old enough to remember.
1: Excuse you, Alvin Kamara was, had an amazing combine.
0: He ran like a four six, didn't he? What did he run? He did run fast. He did jump well, I think. But it doesn't matter for running backs. He jumped. I'm
1: no. I'm just telling you this. I'm just telling you those flat things right there. Yeah. Well, guess what? On tape. That that is why the NFL is higher on him than Sony Michelle. On tape, there's no question. Thank you. I'm not trying to convince you that Nick Chubb is going to be a better pro than Tony Michelle. I'm just trying to convince you that the NFL thinks that Nick Chubb is going to be better because than Tony. Because of the Chubb. combine? No, because I mean, on because tape, of, Michelle's oh,
0: more explosive. I think because of all of it. I don't know. Michelle's more well-rounded. Michelle's better, more of the home run hitter. His average per touch throughout his entire career is insane, and there's no significant injury in his past either. I, I Kamara is like. Alvin Kamara ran a 456. But he jumped Al- th- he jumped out of the gym. He's got hops. He didn't yeah. do agilities. Alvin
1: Kamara and Tony Michelle are extremely similar. Mhm.
0: Mhm. Mm-hmm. You think the is going to make that mistake twice? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, they are. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely I do. <laughs> so you're with me at least that you believe guys will be the second running back off the board. <clears throat> yeah. Okay, yeah, so we're in agreement first, with – should be that the first, like, agreed. Should we're, be the so first. we're in agreement that Geis should be the first, will be the second. Barkley will be the first running back off the board, but is somewhat overrated, but still has an incredible skill set that I get why team would fall in love with. But we disagree on the Chubb-Michelle situation. How are you in terms of Ronald Jones and maybe any other back in this class compared to – your third, fourth type running backs, you know, with, with like guys um, like Michelle and Chubb and whoever else. I I,
1: I wonder, I mean, I, that that's an interesting point about Ronald Jones, if he's like been turning teams off mm-hmm. from interviews. I'm not sure how far that weighs into it, but um, I think teams are going to be decently high on Bo Scarborough too, just because of his combine and his size. So I'm not sure, I don't think like he would, Eh, I don't really think that he would like overtake Ronald Jones' draft position, but I think like if Jones falls enough, then you might be able to get a team that could convince themselves that Scarborough could catch him, like in value, depending on where they're getting picked.
0: Mm-hmm. Scarborough's injury really issues combined. Is I don't.
1: I have no idea. I have no idea what people think of Rashad Benny.
0: Oh my goodness. Rashad Penny's not a bad football player at all, but no, you, I don't think so either. The people mentioning him in the first round lately is, yeah, mind-boggling to me. That's why, like, I don't,
1: I don't even know, I don't even know where we are right now on on Rashad Penny. I have Rashad Penny, Penny is Rashad Penny is the classic case of like, hey, I really like this guy, uh, but I've got to be higher on him than everybody else so people notice that I'm really high on this guy, and all of a sudden we're talking about Rashad Penny in the first
0: round. Uh, yeah, right. To me, the the top four running backs off the board will be guys. Or Barkley, Geis, Michelle, and Chubb in that order. Sure, yeah. Except for you think Chubb first. Well, then right. Okay. You think Michelle fourth?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay,
0: all right. After that, if we agree on those being the first four running backs off the board, who's next for you? Is it Ronald Jones? Is it On Johnson? Is it Kalen Ballage with a surprise? I could see some team just falling in love and making a dumb move with him. I could see it for sure. Uh, Rashad Penny, you mentioned both. I think it's probably... Okay, so we're talking, like, who do I think? Yes, gonna, who do you think? Um, who do you think and then who should be? Let's go that route.
1: Ronald Jones next. Should be. No, this is who. Oh, you think will be This next. is <laughs> who I think. I think it's going to be Ronald Jones, Rashad Penny, probably um, Kerry Johnson, Bo Scarborough.
0: Bo Scarborough? You think Bo Scarborough is going to be a day two pick?
1: Yeah, yeah, I do. Round two? Um Round th- early round three.
0: Okay. Alright. I don't know. I can't I could see it. I don't think your opinion is crazy on Bo Scarborough, but you know, he jumped really well. His shuttle was horrible. <laughs> his pro day was I mean his uh four five two forty was 61st percentile for running back. He's bigger than the average back, so you take that into account. That's really moving for a guy that size, no question. Right, right. I think teams are going to be scared about his running style, his high-cut running style, and the fact that he's had so many devastating injuries in the past. I I can see where you're coming from, but I think is going to be there day three. I, I do. I think he's going to be there day three. I, think, I don't think Ronald Jones is the fifth running back off the board. I, I think he'll be the sixth guy off the board. But I think, I think either Rashad Penny or Carryon Johnson go ahead of him. I'm gonna say Rashad Penny. Goes
1: I don't really off have any of kind of pulse on Carryon Johnson for like what other people think
0: of. It's him. weird, isn't it? Like he's got such a unique style that I feel like people are afraid to come down, you know, strong on any one part of him him right. and his skill set. But I mean, he didn't run the forty at the combine. Uh, but he's three cone fiftieth, <laughs> three fiftieth percentile, and his jumps were off. <laughs> He jumped out of the gym, man. He he jumped forty inches in the vertical. Did you know that? I th- th- feel like we totally like glossed over that. Is that the combine he did? Yeah, the combine. Five eleven, two thirteen, which he also came in smaller than I thought he was. I thought he was mm-hmm. bigger than that, but um, he jumped. Yeah, he jumped forty inches, and then the broad jump. His broad jump was ten uh, six. So that's really good. That's yeah, really good. Dude, dude can definitely move a little bit. His street gun, like I said, average, in his his shuttle was in the thirty eighth percentile. So. And that's where I think he's light on his feet, kind of like Royce Freeman, but not necessarily explosive on his feet, if that makes sense. You know what I'm saying? Like, he will move really well on his feet, but he isn't just an explosive cutter like Ronald Jones or Sony Michelle are. Mm-hmm. Okay. As long as I'm not being confusing there.
1: Um, so you think they go ahead of Ronald Jones?
0: I think Penny will go next. We'll go fifth.
1: We'll go fifth.
0: I could see that. I don't. I think Penny Dude, will go he, fifth. The
1: senior bowl was weird
0: for me, man. Yeah. He wasn't good. No, he wasn't. He, he was just wasn't. bad. Yeah, he was He was very ordinary. And
1: um, I don't want to judge too hard on a three-day practice thing where you're the working with a new team.
0: Too. huh? The tape shows concerns, too. He ran yeah. a 4-4-6 at 220, and, and he has great production, insane production. I think that will get it be enough to get a team to fall in love, but I, I could be totally wrong about Penn. I could be totally wrong about this because I came into the combine. I was like before the combine. I was like Rashad Penny's going to be there on day three, early day three, and I think that some. I think some teams will have him in that range. I think other teams will fall in love with the size and the speed and the production. I think teams the size, the speed, the production. They played it decently. Tough schedule, you know, some, some, and, and let's be honest, they're a power running team. Like he, a lot of defenders in the box, you know, I think that, then I think there's going to be other teams that say he doesn't really fit the modern style very much. Um, you know, he's a guy that ran behind a fullback a lot of the time. Uh, not all the time, but a lot of the time, um, you know, he's weak in pass protection, really weak. One of the worst running backs in in the draft in pass protection. He knows he needs to work on. He's a self-aware kid. I think he's going to come off well in interviews. I don't know. I just have concerns. I have concerns that he'll get overdrafted because of his size and speed. Maybe okay, I'll end up let's, being wrong. Let's talk, let's talk some
1: day three dudes. Okay. These are the guys that I get the questions the most about. So I want you to rank them in order of – Now, I know obviously scheme fit would, would have to do with some of these guys, but I'm just saying like kind of overall talent, if you could have this guy's talent on your team, okay. rank these guys.
0: Okay. I'm ready. I'm prepared.
1: Kalen Bellage. Okay. Mark Walton, John Kelly,
0: Josh Adams. Go. I think Josh Adams is terrible. <laughs> I haven't even sat down and like specifically. Swinging. I haven't even swinging sat down and specifically. even go with the compliments first. Doesn't Look, even get down to it. If Just Notre Dame had deck. one of the top six or seven backs in this class on their team last year, they would have been even better than they were. I mean, they would have been considerably better. I mean, not that Adams was even like unproductive or anything but, like that. Yeah, but... no, Adams got production. Right, but he consistently left yards on the field. Watch watch their offensive line, watch McGlinchey. watch Nelson, watch some of the holes that opened up. Um and Adams dancing behind a lot of scrimmage, being indecisive, slow to hit the hole. I I don't know, man. Like I was not impressed at all so far. And I've I've still got to finish up his eval. There's still a couple games, you know, but so far. He's left a lot to be desired for me out in the field. Uh, who else did you mention? Oh, Caitlin Bellage. No, thank you to him. Big no, thank you grade. Um, he's the, mid, um, the midday three guy for me. That's going to go high because of his size and speed. He'll go day two for sure. Um, John Kelly and Mark Walton were the other two. Mm, uh, see, these guys are both d- definitely better than the two other than than uh, the two you just mentioned. Um, I
1: agree. I agree.
0: I think I go with Walton because he seems like he's a little bit more of a creator in terms of now, neither of these guys are great athletes. We learned that at the combine and and really it's kind of obvious on tape, but I feel like Walton has a better sense of what to do with the ball in his hands as a receiver. Um, But I like Kelly. I like he's a power style, you know, both those guys I'm I'm actually going to finish their grading out probably this weekend um, to see exactly where they fall on my board. But I would envision them being mid round type guys for me round three to, to early round five range.
1: I was super shocked that Mark Walton was that, Slow.
0: Yeah, he looks more explosive than he is fast on tape, but I still didn't think he was a four six guy. But I mean, his vert and his broads were also not good, right? Uh, yeah. So like, so that wasn't great for him. But again, I mean, we've seen lots of that stuff get thrown off before with running backs. I think that the 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 jumps tend to measure explosiveness from a standstill rather than a guy that's on the move. So like you know, um, a defensive end, you know what I mean? Somebody taking them off the line of scrimmage, even an offensive lineman to a degree, but you less so because their movements are more multidirectional. But defensive ends, they're almost all, you know, defensive line players are almost always trying to get vertical on their first step. And so I think it measures that really well for them. But guys who are already on the move, you know, who have the ability to be more explosive on the move than they do from a standstill. It doesn't, like Dalvin Cook was super ordinary, right? But he's probably one of the most in the combine, but it's probably one of the most explosive dudes I've ever watched on tape in right. terms of running back. So, yeah. Uh, um. So, Walton, I think, yeah, he. I would give him the edge there. He is 5'9", and he's 202 pounds, and he ran a 4'6". That's typically not a real strong indicator for future success, <laughs> being that small and that slow. Um, but he runs tough. I think he looks bigger than that to me. He looks thicker than that to me um kelly came in 216 pounds which really surprised some people he's not even 510 he he actually jumped a little bit better i mean he had 35 inch vert and uh, Mm -hmm. he jumped 10 in the broad um so i like john
1: kelly i just i i I don't know what to make of his top speed because most of the time i don't see it and then every now and then i'll see a rep of his where he'll almost like kick it into a gear that i didn't think he had and i'll be like okay there's a John Kelly that I would that I would covet in the draft, but like I don't. And then I'll watch a, a handful or more examples of other clips where he has the open space to like where he would kick it in that gear, and he just doesn't. So you would think that it's like okay, well, trust what you've seen where he does have the ability to do it, but if there's no consistency with it, then I can't expect him to just tap into it randomly in the NFL. And then at that point, I'm just uh, – it's like, okay, well, he's a slow running back. Like he, he could be – I think John Kelly is really great through contact. I think he's got great palance. I think he runs hard. But
0: and, and the pro day didn't offer much clarity for John Kelly because he ran a 4.65 like, on his first attempt, and then he ran a 4.5 on his second try. That's he ran a, a 4.5 flat? Well, that's what the that's what the reported times say. But Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that he doesn't four, help six, me at all. His first time, 4.65 to a 4.5 flat? No. There's mistakes <sighs> happening there. If so, he
1: ran if he ran like close to a four or five flat twice, I'd be like, Okay, here we go. I like him. Yeah. But he's the, good.
0: The fact that he ran a four six five that we thought he'd be in the four sixes, that he that this is at his pro day and not the combine where you know. tend to be a little bit so, faster.
1: I, I think I think I'm with you. I think I'd take Walton first and then John Kelly just because
0: eh. I'd take Bellagio over Adams based on what I've seen so far. I I have the right to go back and change my opinion when I finish Adams' evaluation. No, you don't actually have the right. Oh, never mind. I'm screwed. Did Adams run yet? No, I don't. Well, Notre Dame had their pro day. Let me look. I never pay attention to pro day results. Like,
1: it just gets lost. I I I, I actually normally pay a lot of attention to pro day results, but this year has been so busy for me. I feel like pro days are going by it's there have been pro days that have been going by like florida states or something and i i'll read a tweet in the morning and it'll be like uh follow along from for live today for as i uh give out the tweets and results from florida states pro day and i'm like
0: yeah, you I could should be, be there,
1: there. <laughs> yeah. i was like i should be there or like ufs or like usfs or did something. florida's happen like,
0: already did what did florida have their pro day already no i don't think so and neither did ucf are you gonna go um, I would like
1: to, um, again, see, you're asking me this question and I don't know when it is. So I'm sure I'm going to wake up tomorrow or something. And it'll be like live from UCS pro day. And I'll be like, all right, well I'm in my bed. So good luck with that guys.
0: I actually don't know when it is either. I mean, I, I was pulling up the dates the other day. I know when a couple of them are, but now, but it's just hard when, when everything gets going and takes off, you know, I just kind of forget, um, that they're happening, but uh, i'm trying to see if josh adams ran or not i'm looking on nfl draft scout to see if they have anything not seeing it here we go josh adams mm, nothing listed for him i don't know if he ran yet he's coming Coward. off a foot injury i don't know he might Coward. still. because his pro day passed it was uh four days ago so yeah i'll have to look and see if he ran anything there but I, he it ain't gonna i be saw that
1: Quinn Nelson like or maybe somebody fabricated this quote. I'm not sure, but they're like, Quentin Nelson hopes he gets drafted by the bears. And I was like, yeah, he's not making it to eight friends.
0: That's right. You're not getting past Tampa. Unless the bears are, unless the bears are trading up the number two for the guard. Hey, don't roll it out. Uh, I actually kind of like, uh, I kind of like, uh, as a day three guy, I kind of like Jordan Wilkins, a good athlete. I think it'd be worth taking a shot at from Ole Miss. Um, and I kind of, this is going to sound weird because I don't like him. I think he's totally overhyped as a prospect, but as a running back in day three, I I love Jalen Samuels. You know, I think that he's flashed a little bit, that there's some developmental ability there, enough pass protection. I don't think he's a real creator in space or anything like that, which is what he's been billed as You know, kind of ridiculously just because he pl- happened to play multiple positions. But um, those guys always just kind of get billed as explosive playmakers, even whether they are or they aren't. Um just because a team had him line up in different spots. It's a really funny part of the process. But I do think Samuel showed in Mobile that he has potential as a running back and he told me in the combine that he has not every team he's met with has seized him as a running back, which made him working out with the tight ends totally bizarre. But that's where we're at. I don't understand why a 5'10, 220 hundred and twenty pound guy worked out with tight ends, but who am I, Trevor? stem who I? I whom yeah. Whom, yeah, there you go. whom am I? whom am i sounds weird chase edmonds is your boy i know it's your day three boy that's he's going to the bucks you'll see wow happy birthday to you by the way too 27 right thank you i appreciate it yeah sure absolutely just slightly slightly younger than than the better half of the show you know just uh
1: one year closer to being washed that's right That's that's how you gotta look at it hey never
0: never look at it that way When you're closer (laughs) to being what you want to be. That's what I say. Wow. Wow. This
1: is a follow your your dreams podcast.
0: Exactly. That's what the Locked On NFL Draft podcast is about, supporting your dreams, folks. Hey, support ours. Go to iTunes. Leave us a review. Leave us a rating. Let us know what you think of the podcast. We're getting into the meat of the draft season here. Um, We've got, what, today's officially one month until the NFL draft. One month. So exciting times, exciting stuff. Uh, We appreciate all you guys follow along. Until tomorrow, you keep it locked right here on Locked On NFL Draft.